0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Yo! Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, bye. oh bye. We're back. We're back There's for another jammed, <laughs> fucking action-packed Christmas edition of Drinkin' Bro Sports Companion Show. How are you, That's D'Anthony? Right. Did you get everything you I'm wanted great. for Christmas?
1: Yeah, I got silence, which is the only thing I really wanted. <laughs> it's amazing. Do
0: you ask Santa Pen- for that, or is that is that uh, something you put on the end of uh, your pistola, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, I just kind
1: of like, uh, I spend the entire year being a piece of shit to everybody, and then... You know it
0: just kind of works out that way, yeah, then you just you just uh, sit in silence and you kill in silence. Fun fact fun fact about danthony um, it 's bowl it 's bowl season a lot a lot of people say uh, it's it 's bowling season for us, I'm not talking about Pete Weber and the pba we 're talking about college bowl games we've done we 've done really well so far on the college bowl games um, yeah uh, i 've done uh at least one better because you have, you've you've done one one game better than me. I believe I'm sitting at it's uh, 7 and 3. Uh I believe yep. you're sitting at 8 and 2. And here's the thing though, the the one
1: up on you I am is uh is uh we are Marshall. Yeah. which uh, you know <laughs> this might be grounds for another bet where you have to spend Boy. the rest of the Rest of the year talking like Matthew McConaughey,
0: man. I you, I'm glad we didn't put that in. For me to do that voice <laughs> for for an
1: hour and a half would be fucking miserable. Um, well, you can you can give you can give them a little taste. Yeah, give I'll, I'll taste. give them a
0: little taste. I'll I'll run down. So here's here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll run down the scores so far of the bowl games, uh, who we've gotten wrong and right, um, and because uh, we've we've had a really good bowl season. Uh, first one is Arizona State against Fresno State. We picked Fresno, man. (laughs) Yeah,
1: against my better judgment. Well, actually, I I thought Fresno State would win. I just didn't want to make that dude happy and drink it, bros. You know Uh, how I I, am. I can't.
0: Yeah, you can't stand happiness. Uh, The next one's Tulane against Louisiana. Called Tulane. Love their games against Ohio State and all that other shit, man. Um, That was a good one. Uh, Utah State over North Texas. Called that game as well, my man. Uh, Georgia Southern over Eastern Michigan. Picked out Georgia Southern. Who Yeah, I think
1: that was one of the ones where we had never heard of Eastern Michigan before. And we were like, well, Georgia Southern, we know who that is. Well, and, we and then right. look,
0: this was a lot of these, you know, these games that we're spouting off about here was that we talked about on the show. Was you know, yeah. some of these teams like like Tulane, for example, who stacks their schedule playing huge schools like Ohio State or whatever. They get killed during the regular season, but they've already played the best in the country when it comes to the bowl games. So them facing a school like Louisiana, no big deal at this point. Once you've played yep. the, the, you know, like three top five teams, you're good to go for bowl season against these little shit heaps. Um, Utah State, we felt pretty comfortable about Georgia Southern's another one of these schools that's, you know, they're. They have three losses, but I, I think there are three losses to where we like Georgia and fucking Clemson and shit like that, where you're just like, eh, all right. Um, we, we figured they would be bowl tested. Uh, the next one was, uh, Appalachian State, man. Uh, App State, man, has been on the map for a while. That was a pretty easy yeah. call. I thought on our part it was 4513. Um, I've just looked. This is a school now that I think is, is become a, uh, a big enough name in college football that they're going to get decent recruits, and they're always going to be eleven and two every year. Are they going to win a national championship? Absolutely not. But it is a great, solid football team. That if that shows up on your schedule, it's going to be a fucking tough one. Um, and yeah, uh, they've they've
1: won some tough games over the last couple of years. Oh yeah, definitely put some upsets on the board.
0: I, look, they almost beat Penn State early on. Yeah, game one. Obviously, they beat Michigan, and um, uh, in that huge game when they were one double A. Uh, the next one, this was our monster call. This was, I, I, I would, I think our second, my second biggest call of college football season was, I said, look, my lock of, of all bowl season, if you got this in when we betted, was Ohio State minus six and a half against Washington. Urban's last game, Haskins' last game. Uh, I have the inside scoop on, on that. There's half Ohio State is going to the NFL draft. This will be Dwayne Haskins' last game. He's number one off the big board. And, uh, we're looking at, uh, Possibly Justin Fields transferring in from Georgia uh, to come to Ohio State, which was a huge shock over Christmas break. I was like, wait, what? We already have the number one recruited quarterback from 2017. Now we're going to get possibly the the number one recruited quarterback for 2018? Because we have Tate Martell, and then if Justin Fields comes in, good night, sweet Charlotte. But, uh, whew. I, I don't know. Georgia fans would be just ripping their hearts out if, if, if he won a national championship with Ohio State. I can tell you that. Um, that would but, be but very funny. This UAB game uh, is, was, was, was the next biggest one next to Ohio State where um, I said, look, UAB is back. They got their program pulled. Their fans are passionate. Their school is passionate. They're going to house Northern Illinois. Simply for the fact that they don't want to be in risk of losing this football team ever again, this game was never close. It was thirty seven to, to to thirteen. Uh, that was an easy win for us. Um, this one, th- this one snuck up on the San Diego State versus OU. OU smashed them. Yep. Uh, that so I lost that one. Uh, Marshall man, thirty eight twenty over South Florida. I didn't. What is ma- it that you like best about Marshall? Marshall. Yeah. Um, I did not pick Marshall in that one. Uh, and then Toledo let me down. That was, that was my third loss. It was was uh, against Florida International. They lost by a, a field goal, which is crazy to me. This was at the Bahamas Bowl, which we said, yeah. hey, man, if, you're, if you put a bunch of college kids down in the Bahamas, it's probably not the best for, for football. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I don't really give a shit. BYU yeah, rolled Western Michigan, called that. Um, yep. Army, Army was a shock to you. They they dropped seventy on Houston.
1: Yeah, I thought. Uh, I'm pretty sure we picked them to win. Um, I, I think we missed Memphis, Wake Forest, right? Did we miss that one? I think uh, that was my I, other one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Memphis was the last Toledo, one. At, yeah, we picked Toledo, Troy. Memphis, picked, yeah. yeah, picked the rest of these. Um, but uh, but Army put up 70. Like 70. We saw
1: these guys. Uh, we, we were at the Army-Navy game, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. And nothing, nothing about that entire game led me to believe this team could ever put up 70 points. And keep in mind, Houston has been dropping fucking 50, 60, 70 on people a goddamn year.
0: Yeah. And the, and the weird thing is, is we told the audience to take the over in no way, shape or form that I, I figure it was army who was going to beat the over on their own. Um, holy fuck. 70 points out of army was spectacular. And it look, it is the armed forces bowl. They fucking deserved it, obviously. Um, but uh, and I, I know a bunch of drinking bros had gone out to the event. Uh, but that's great, man. That's great for Army. It's great for their program. They finish eleven and two on the season. Um, yeah, that's fantastic, man. I look. That's it'd be great for college football if they were this good every year.
1: It really would. I mean, shit. I, I wouldn't expect it though. I mean, those guys aren't. Um, they don't have the same. Rec- they'll never have the same recruiting because it's not just the college you're going to. It's like a. It's a six year commitment after that. Right. You know what I mean. So. Right. Uh, I wouldn't expect to see them like perennial. They just kind of cycle in and out, just like the other the other uh, academies. But you know, it's good for football for sure. Yeah, man. Especially look, that game.
0: Eleven and two for Army is fucking amazing, man. Congratulations, congratulations <laughs> to Army. But uh, yeah, we we look. We've had a lot going on in, in college football. Strangely, this Justin Field story was really, really intriguing. Um, I, you know. I figured it would happen at some point. I was surprised when he went to Georgia because you had Jake Fromm there. And, you know, that's look, that's a lot of – and he took the team to the national championship his freshman year. That's a lot of brass between your legs that's dangling there. When you say, eh, I think that I could beat out the guy who just led their team to the national championship his freshman year. The next year, knowing that more than likely... Because, look, I think Fromm is, is going to the NFL. I think he's going to be... I actually think he's going to be great in the NFL. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, uh, it's, it's ballsy to say, hey, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this school where you know there's more than likely an NFL quarterback that's probably not leaving until after junior year because he can't. And, and I'm going to come in and take his job. My biggest concern with, with Justin Fields going to Ohio State is this, is again... We have the number one recruited quarterback in Tate Martell. Tate Martell put up a, a tweet because he was the kid from the Netflix show, by the way. Yep. Uh, with, with Ironically, Jake Fromm was in the show. It was, uh, it was the two of them and one other quarterback who's, who's the starter of, of Wake Forest right now. But it was Jake Fromm and Tate Martell. And Tate Martell put a tweet up after this Justin Fields story popped up and just said, don't swing and miss twice. <laughs> wow. That's saying don't you think you can come in here and take my fucking job because that's not gonna happen. Uh there's arguments for both. Look, with Urban leaving now, Tate Martell fit in perfectly to an Urban Meyer offense and what Urban Meyer right. likes to run. With Ryan Day as your head coach, though, Dwayne Haskins and an athlete like Dwayne Haskins, such as Justin Fields, fits in that system better. As much as I hate to say it, because I don't like anybody sitting on the bench for a couple years and then having to transfer, and that sucks, man. It happened to Joe Burrow at Ohio State. Look, he came in and saved the LSU program, and, and good for them, man. I, I was happy to see him do well and happy to see LSU have some, some relative success. Yeah, but success that's still a shitty here. situation. Totally. I mean, for him. Because you you've got to learn an entire brand new offense where you know, you're typically going to a school and, and sit for a year. Maybe two red shirt one year, just so you can learn the offense, and then have two, two to three great years at you know under center at quarterback. You know, if if Justin Fields comes in and, and beats him out in spring, I, if I'm Tate Martell, I'd transfer and go somewhere else, probably a Big Twelve school. I could see I can see Justin Fields going to Ohio State, and then Tate Martell skipping on down the road to like Oklahoma, where they don't play any defense, and he can just run around like. Kyler Murray. He reminds me of a Kyler Murray type of guy, Tate Martell. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, right? You you never know. Yeah, but that that was a weird one that popped up. And uh, look, if Haskins doesn't have the season, the Heisman Trophy winning season, he should have had because he should have won that fucking Heisman. Um, Yeah. If he doesn't have this season, he would have stayed at Ohio State another year. And none of this would have been happening. But uh, it is. And again, I think is going to put up five TVs in the uh, five TDs in the in the Rose Bowl, and then the next day, declare for the NFL draft, and then Urban turns over. I think you will get a commitment out of Justin Fields shortly after that, and then a battle in spring, and then you know uh, we'll see where Tate Martell lands or who wins out. May, look, maybe Tate Martell beats him out because he knows the offense better at Ohio State, but uh, I don't know that Justin Fields kid is really really fucking special. Um, the other the other fucking thing I want to I want to chat about real quick. Because we had a big show today, Dan. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. Is the Jim Harbaugh situation. Got a yeah. lot of fucking uh, messages over Christmas saying, hey, man, what if you were this right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And, uh, and then somebody had fired off the Harbaugh story. And then one by one, they just kept coming in. I try to to turn off my phone during Christmas and all that shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, because of kids. But for those out there who haven't seen it, uh, Harbaugh's got a pretty fucking sweetheart deal on the table from the Jets. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I
0: mean, it's according. This is the quote from the New York Post. It's an offer he can't refuse. That's what the Jets have made. So when you have an offer that high, and it's the NFL, um, you know, we said this at the beginning, in the very, very beginning of the year when we did our college football preview special my roster his prediction was this that ohio state rolls michigan michigan ends up you know going to a shitty bowl game which they are uh they finished what third in the conference which they did and i said this was jim harbaugh's last year and he was going to go coach in the nfl the only thing that i was wrong on potentially was i said he was going to go and coach the colts i didn't see the colts having this great of a year and then reuniting with andrew luck that was my other guess I didn't see. Yeah, the Colts. they definitely
1: made a nice comeback.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're one game away from making the playoffs. Andrew Luck has looked great. You can't fire that coach after the year he's had. Plain and simple, he'll be back. But if he goes to the Jets, because Todd Bowles is absolutely fucking terrible. Uh, well, never- it's
1: not like it's not like he's playing, uh, you know, cards with a fucking great deck either. Like Sam, no. fucking Dur
0: is his fucking quarterback. Man, Jesus, Dur. <laughs> Darnold is in there. As much as I make fun of Darnold, though, uh, um, I, think, I think as much as I make fun of him, I think he could end up having a pretty decent career. In it, you know, He's showing some flashes of, of potential this year. I'm not as down on Darnold as, as I am like Lamar Jackson. I, I think Darnold oh, no. will have a fine career. And I think if you're a head coach and you walk in, you know your starter is Darnold. He's looked pretty decent so far. And you have a a million, million fucking bonus points in in cap cash now because you got a starting quarterback who's under a rookie contract. So you're not paying an Aaron Rodgers $180 million or whatever the fuck it is. Like you have a ton of cap space to really make a move at a Le'Veon Bell in the offseason um you know
1: yeah and they've they're starting uh what's his name isaiah cromwell right now who crowell yeah who's just crowell crowell yeah yeah he's all right i mean but he's like an eight to 900 yard a season rusher if you're gonna if you're gonna make a legit team you gotta have somebody better than that
0: yeah because look I, I like robbie anderson robbie anderson's been a great receiver for them for the last couple years yeah. so you know on on offense let's say you were to pick up a lady on bell you got uh, Robbie Anderson drrr, at quarterback, and then Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> and then you've got a ton of cash to pick up some other people. Like you're you're in an, an okay shape right there. Like that's a good starting yeah. point. So if you're Jim Harbaugh, look, you've never finished better than third in uh, in the in the Big Ten East. Not even just the Big Ten. The Big Ten East. Uh, you yeah. haven't beat Ohio State. You're 0 four. You know, you're making seven million to coach Michigan. I, I would say the Jets' offer is probably going to be in a in a ten million dollar ballpark, only because Gruden got that. And if you if yeah. you want a, a coach that bad, that's probably what that number is. I don't know why he doesn't take it. He's not having success anymore at the college level. Uh, the NFL, at least, takes some of that off your it's, plate. It's
1: so different. Yeah, like we totally were we different. were talking about this before the show, but when you're a college coach, you're responsible for not just day-to-day operations of the team, which would usually be a president in, in the NFL. yeah, You're also responsible for recruiting and all this other bullshit that would normally be a GM, and then you don't rely nearly as heavily on your uh, offensive and de- defensive coordinators. So college is such a different game from a coaching standpoint than the pros he had much better success once he uh you know before before he first came to the nfl he was very successful in college but the last you know few years he hasn't beaten ohio state no at michigan I, you know, that's, he's, that's and a, he's only beaten problem.
0: michigan state i think once or twice like it's yeah. just it's been awful for him up there and i think you know because here's what I, I i think with with harbaugh's situation um, I, and I said this at the beginning there. I think he's an overrated college coach. They're paying him too much fucking money. And it's not oh, for yeah. my... By the way, none of this is for my hatred of Michigan. I, as an Ohio State fan, I want this motherfucker to stay there. I want him to coach yeah, for the next 60 years. I love it. I love that Ryan Day is in there with a high-powered offense that's probably going to drop 50 a game uh, going forward and, and kill Harbaugh for years and years and years. Nothing yep. makes me happier than that because Harbaugh chokes in the big games. But... You look at Harbaugh before he got there. He had some success at Stanford. That got him that 49ers job. Uh, but but he had Andrew Luck as quarterback at Stanford, so you know, he had one of the best there is. Uh, yep. he, he goes to the 49ers. Now here is where I give Harbaugh credit. He took Colin Kaepernick to the fucking Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick, who I've never yep. thought is great. And he may he they were what, one one two bad plays away from winning the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. To be yeah, fair, I yeah. mean they were you remember that game against the Ravens they were really in that game.
1: Yeah, I mean it was uh it was pretty It was so that's 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 what I think his coaching styles is so much better for the NFL because I feel like from a personality standpoint, Harbaugh plays by big boy rules. He doesn't like the fucking baby people. He just likes to yeah. shout commands and have his commands followed. Exactly. And you can't do that. In college, you have to... I mean, don't get me wrong. In the pros, you definitely have to massage egos and all this bullshit that, you know, Phil Jackson has talked about over the years in some of his books. But... uh in the, in college, it's a whole other situation. This kid's like eighteen to twenty one years old, doesn't know shit about life. So you're, it's all that other stuff, but then mapped onto this fucking child. You know what I mean? So in and, and recruiting, um,
0: like I, I don't think people put oh, yeah. the, the the importance on recruiting enough as a college coach. When all of your time, the the day after you win the bowl game is spent, you know, flying out to Topeka, Kansas, to talk to some four star recruit from the defensive line. That takes away from, like, your game planning and all that other shit. I don't like the other shit that he was doing with taking these kids out to uh, these remote practices. No, you know, that's weird. He would, you know, travel around and be like, oh, we're, now we're practicing in Georgia this week or Florida or Disney World or we're taking them to Ireland or whatever. It's like when you get yeah. any athletes out of their routine like that, it's going to make them shitty. So I, I just don't think he's suited for college. Um, I, I think he would be fine at the Jets, to be honest with you. Um, as an Ohio State fan, I'd be really, really sad to see him go as the head coach of Michigan. But yep. I, I don't know how you turn down $10 million from the Jets and you're in New York with that much cap space to do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to go on the recruiting trail any, anymore. That's a dream. That's a dream yeah, fucking job. Yeah, I mean, job. chances
1: are, there's, a, there's actually a very good chance that uh, the Jets would be able to draft someone like Haskins, right? Because they're 4-11. and 11. Um, Well, they've, got, the, the they've current, got
0: Darnold, so they're never going to do it. Like, that's, you know, Darnold well, just understand. got drafted they last could, they year.
1: Could, they could upgrade because he's not – well, you think I, – I don't know. I'm not sold on this guy. I don't think he's going to be all that great. But anyways, they're going to have, like, a top probably three, three to five pick. Yes. Um, which is a good way to start off your career at a at a new team uh, as a head coach for sure.
0: Yeah, but, I, look, uh, I, I'm I'm sold, me personally, I'm I'm sold on Darnold uh, as much as I make fun of – as much as I make fun of that guy, I'm, I'm sold on him as, as an NFL quarterback. And, again, he, he's shown flashes of greatness. I watched that Packers game over the weekend. They deserved to win that, that game. Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers at the end and came back and won it in overtime. But, dude, Darnold's been, Darnold's been solid this year. He's had a solid rookie season and about the best you could ask for with that shitty team they have, right?
1: I don't know. He's got 17 touchdowns and 15 picks.
0: It's not, but, but again, you have a shitty team. Like, I, it, he's got Robbie Anderson as his wide receiver, and then that, that's about it. They don't even, have, I don't even know who their tight end is up there. Uh, he doesn't, he, he doesn't no. have any running backs. Like, it's been all on him. I, I, I think he's looked pretty goddamn decent. I think, look, if they're lucky, lucky to get like a Nick Bosa, if Bosa were to fall uh, from number one, which I don't think he is, but somebody in that, you know, ilk. Um, yeah. yeah
1: well it's still possible they could get the number one right they're 4 and 11 uh, the Cardinals are 3 and 12 I don't know who the Cardinals play next week but uh,
0: S- I think the Cardinals it, have said we're we're all done for the year we're packing it in yeah we're, speaking of that, that you that want to pack?
1: talk about we can talk about Oakland a, a little bit too because they just fucking laid a hurt on their you, you called this you said they would fucking lay the smack down on their last game in Oakland which is what we don't know for sure yet but we're pretty sure that's gonna be their last game in Oakland Um but they kind of just threw that number one pick draw out of the window when they yeah, did that. Yeah, it's
0: strange. I don't, know why, I don't know why you would do it. I mean, look, you, 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 you can only that's control players. That's just pride players. fucking with you, man. It is. And, and you can only control players to a certain point where, you know, you can try to tank it as much as you want. But uh, they came through. And um, I, I think that loss was so bad for Denver that, that Denver's head coach gets fired. Yeah, probably. I, I, think, I mean, that's, that's really bad. Yeah, what's his name, Joseph Vance or whatever? Um, as soon as this is over, the day after the season is over, he's getting fired. I can promise you that. And that's oh, yeah. that's yet another great head coaching job that's opening up. There's going to be a lot that are opening up, and um, Harbaugh. Look, I I think he's gone, and I think the Jets pick him off, but I, I'm sure there's going to be other offers out there.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. This whole Oakland moving thing, though, I think is going to be pretty interesting. Uh just from a marketing perspective like all you've heard any of the Oakland players talk about the last couple of weeks is the fans the fans the fans and maybe they're just being nostalgic or whatever but if i were the gm of that team or if i were the president of operations i would have that would be the fucking the standing like go-to line for all of my players in the media talk about the fans all the time and then when the season started next season whenever they play at this remote site and then when they come to vegas I would be running. I would work with airlines and hotels and run all kinds of crazy deals from Oakland to Vegas or wherever else they play this upcoming season. Make it cheap as fuck and get those fans moving because Oakland to uh, Vegas, that flight is like hundred twenty bucks, man. It's cheap. It's really not that much.
0: Yeah, um, so you can Southwest it and get there in like an hour. Yeah,
1: sometimes South. Yeah, sometimes Southwest has them for ninety bucks one way. So, I mean, and Oakland fans traveled from L.A. to Oakland and from Oakland to L.A. Um, they, they travel. They, they've they routinely over the years traveled from Vegas to L.A. and Oakland, too. So I think there's uh, a lot of people are thinking that, that the Raiders are going to lose their fan base here. But I don't think that's necessarily true.
0: Well, look, it, nobody knows where Oakland's going to play. There's a lot of speculation. Um, I, I, if I were them, I would try to rent out UNLV Stadium and just start the fan base early and get it going.
1: Yeah, that's what I would do too. I'm here in Salt Lake City, but fuck that. Man. Ugh, could you imagine?
0: Uh, imagine playing in yeah. Salt Lake City. Is there an indoor well, I, stadium I, there? Or is it outdoor?
1: Uh I don't think there's a dome. I think it's all outdoor.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Did you imagine you're 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 drafted by the Oakland Raiders? It's you know sixty eight and gorgeous every day, and then all of yeah. a sudden, hey man, you're in Salt Lake City where it's the worst air quality. It's fucking snowing in June, and yeah, oh uh, god, yeah. yeah, that'd be awful. <laughs> that would be yep. awful. Um, There's
1: so many better options. UNLV would be much better
0: yeah sure. i I just think look give the fan base a jump start and then they move over to the new stadium let all the players you know live and travel I don't even know who's going to be left on that team by the time they get to Oakland they got a million you know draft picks next year i my buddy my buddy was hit me up yesterday or not Christmas but the day before and said hey uh, are you going to the NFL draft? I was like, Yeah. And he goes, Can you can you get me a pass this year? And I was like, Oh, you want to go to the NFL draft? And he's like, Well, he's a diehard Raiders fan. And he goes, Well, the Raiders have three first round picks this year. And I was like,
1: Yeah, no shit. Shit.
0: Man. Three picks is a lot. They're um, they're gonna have uh
1: well one of them will be in the lower part of the first round, but then they have one that's a protected lottery and then one that's gonna be a lottery pick that they own, I think. So man. that's gonna be fucking wild, dude. Like if they get uh the NFL it's top 13 is lottery, right? So if they have like number pick number 2, they could have they could have pick number 14 as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean and they they, they could do some like serious damage in the draft this yeah. year. So if I if I'm them, I get it going and then, you know, the new stadium opens. Also, I, I don't know if you heard, but it just it just got announced 2020 the draft is going to be in Vegas. Oh boy. How That'll sexy is that? Uh
1: well, I mean it's going to be fun. We'll be there. <laughs>
0: man that'll be fun uh before we get into the sponsors though i i last but not least i want to talk about this john jones sitch john i know Jacob this really Schmidt. stuck in your crawl ufc wise i what what are they doing moving the fight like he failed another drug test so they're moving the fight to la just so he can fight all right i'm gonna give you the lowdown on all this yeah because so- you, you're in the ufc world like you work with those guys a lot what's the fucking deal here
1: so the deal is that um, the UFC is trying to say that this is a carryover from the previous failed test, basically.
0: Which was a year ago, um, right?
1: Correct, yeah. So the amount, they found uh, turnaball, which is, uh, is an anabolic steroid. Um, but the amount he had in his system was, the, the size of the, of the molecule, if you want to call it that, was one fifty millionth of a grain of salt. So, okay. Yeah. So Jeff Nowitzki, who is the VP of athlete health uh, for the UFC says the, the positive test is such a low dose that it's clearly in his words, a carryover from the incident he was already punished for. Um, that might be true. I I don't know. Andy Foster, who's the ED uh, executive director of the California state athletic commission says the science makes sense to him. And that's why they accepted the fight. Whereas the Nevada gaming commission wouldn't. Um, but this all reminds me, and uh, uh, Rogan and, and uh, a couple of guys were talking about this on his show the other day. I think it actually may have been yes, uh, yesterday or, or the day before, about how, um, if you remember Alex Rodriguez, like instead, at once, once he like started actually testing for steroids and shit back in the day, right. instead of just fucking taking shots to the hip once a week... Or once every couple of days, like guys had been doing before. Yeah, he started basically micro dosing, right? So he was taking gummies, and and the and the, in the uh, what do you call it? In the dugout, like if he was going to go up to a uh, to hit in the eighth inning or seventh inning or whatever, he would take a gummy the half inning before that, and then it would fucking juice him up. And by the time it, they tested after the game, if they tested him, he would already be clean again. You know what I mean? Because he was really? micro dosing that shit. Yeah. So that's how that all went down. So who's to say that's not what Jones is doing now? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about the science. But I do know that um, that Rogan is uh, going to have Jeff uh, Nowitzki from uh, the UFC. He's the VP of athlete, athlete Health. So basically he's in charge of all that bullshit, all the testing and, and whatnot. Um,
0: how, how is that he's gonna going to have
1: him on his show soon.
0: But how's that interview going to go down when Rogan works for the UFC? But he's also got the top podcast in the world. Um, his numbers came out the other day he's making 90 million a year off his podcast Jesus Christ it's yep. incredible uh, but how's he going to be able to to remain you know neutral when he works for Dana in the UFC and they clearly want this fight to go down? H- how do you remain neutral in something like this?
1: Well, I mean I think uh, you know it's definitely a conflict for sure um, but Joe's not really known for pulling punches or being a corporate dude. He talks shit a lot, you know, when things are fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I, I usually, um, I feel like he's earned a little bit of credibility. Like, he he says himself, like, I don't really necessarily understand the science behind this, but some of the better, like, medical scientists are saying this is probably a legit excuse. So, I mean, you know, when you're in that situation, like, I don't have a fucking medical degree either. But... uh. If a guy from, the, from uh, the UFC says it, it's one thing, but if a guy from the Gaming Commission says it, that's a whole other thing, right, because that's his entire career on the line. Um, like, if, Navis- if somebody says Nowitzki is full of shit, then it's like, yeah, I mean, he was just saying what he said because he works for the UFC, but Andy Foster, the executive director of the California State Athletic Commission, if he's full of shit, then he loses his entire career. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think it's cool. really suspicious that they moved the fight. It's it's suspicious to me that the Nevada yeah. Gaming Commission, they couldn't find somebody inside the Nevada Gaming Commission to make this uh, scientific case to who would accept it. That's really suspicious to me.
0: That, that, that's what's crazy to me. So it, you know that right there. If you have to move a fight from a, a, an entire state, um, and granted, look, that's that's an easy switch to L.A. Vegas is super close to L.A. It's a you know forty minute flight or whatever. Um, that, that's all fine, but as as a fan like like myself, when I read this story, I was like, "Oh, well, he's on fucking steroids, like are we just doing this for money for the u f c because then, if so, just let everybody do steroids. who gives a shit and the yeah. the other the other thing that that shocks me about John Jones is he is arguably the most talented person uh, fighter in u f c and I say person man or woman um that is ever come out of the ufc who has ever fought in the ufc period why is he taking steroids who knows man? to me he he doesn't need it and look i hate alex rodriguez i've always hated him i still hate him to this day i just think he's a fucking he just wants to be famous and just liked and it all backfired and him and and jennifer lopez are perfect together where it's just these two dorky fucking people who just want to look good and you know live on a uh, on a boat in Florida yeah. somewhere. Um, but I looked at Alex Rodriguez the same way. I was like, dude, that was the most naturally gifted baseball player I had seen besides Crane Griffey Jr. come up. I didn't think steroids were necessary for him at all either, but uh, apparently they it wasn't good enough. And then they were.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who so, knows? I mean, and the, there's other issues in the UFC and in sports in general too. So uh, Jeff Davitsky, the guy I talked about before, he's actually been on Rogan's show before, and he says, like, he's – He has a list of, like, a 100 over-the-counter supplements that will, uh, like, shit you can buy at a fucking GNC or whatever uh, that'll pop hot for PEDs, right? Right. So, to me, like, having that information, you're the VP of of athlete health, to me, it's incumbent upon the UFC to set up some kind of third-party testing for all supplements. Like, there should be some kind of process because I think that was... uh, wasn't that Jones' excuse before that he it was some kind of over the counter? I mean, that's a that's a, a very ubiquitous excuse for guys for athletes who get caught. Like, oh, I didn't know I was taking that. Like, a lot of them eat meat from uh, chicken from uh, Mexico and shit like that. That'll fucking make you pop hot. There's all kinds of other. Yeah, bullshit going but on I, look, here.
0: Alvarez pulled that bullshit, Canelo Al- Alvarez, and it's like, yeah. bro, no, uh, I saw I saw his body, how much of a difference it was. That motherfucker was on steroids. Um, yeah, and probably. I, I, he well, looked like he was on thing, steroids though, is, for this last fight. He may have
1: been, yeah. I mean, he, but the thing is, the UFC has to remove that element. Like, if somebody, if people are making that kind of excuse that it's something over the counter that they don't know about, uh, like, yeah, you could say, well, ignorance is no excuse, but it kind of is. I think it is. So, remove yeah. the ignorance. It's really easy. You're fucking UFC. You're making billions of dollars. Set up a third-party testing system. An athlete wants to try some fucking uh some supplement and they bring it in and hand it to you. Yeah. You fucking test it. It either tests or not. They can't afford to have this confusion, and they definitely can't afford to have their best athletes tainted or even worse, suspended over bullshit, if that's the case. Like, it's it's bad. You saw what happened to baseball. After the strike in 94, and then the steroid stuff in the early 2000s, they took a massive hit. The UFC just can't afford to deal with this shit, and now boxing's dealing with it, too.
0: Yeah, and, you know... Uh, I look at it like this. With the UFC in particular, it's already a gladiator sport. Let's let all these motherfuckers take steroids. I want to see Brock Lesnar in there ripping, trying to rip a head off of someone's body. And, and look, if he decapitates somebody with his hands, how awesome would that be to see in person? It'd be, oh, it'd great. be great,
1: dude. Yeah. It'd be fucking great. I don't, I, I don't understand. Um, I really don't understand why they would not do that. Yeah, like just let them all juice, pure- man. Like some kind of purity of the sport, but there's no purity to MMA. It started out as a fucking tough man competition back yeah. in the fucking 80s, man. That's what it was. It was fucking Barber brawlers
0: kicking the shit yeah, out of baseball, each other. Yeah.
1: yeah, so why why would you not? And I, I believe this, and I've said this before on the show, I believe this about all sports. I want to see the best possible athletic performance I can see. And if that means somebody fucking putting a needle in their ass once a week, I don't give a fuck, man. Why would I care?
0: Me neither. I want to see home runs when I go to a game. When I go to an NFL game, I want to see people get their ding-dong smashed in. Uh, I want to see a possibility of maybe ripping an arm off, like ripping it off, clean out of the socket, and then throwing it over to the other side of the field. I want to see that in sports if we're going to go that route. Um, yeah, like because, Kyle
1: Kyle Turley, instead of throwing somebody's helmet down the field, he throws someone's entire head down the field. Yeah,
0: like the head was still inside the helmet, and he chucked it all the way down the field. That's what I would love to see in this life. Um, you know, I look at tennis, women's tennis, and I look. I've said this forever. It looks like Serena has been juicing forever. And what was the story of of the the testing people coming to her house, and she locked herself in a uh, in, inside the house in a. What was that Jodie Foster movie? In a panic room. Oh, yeah. A panic room, yeah. Uh, and yeah. She, she, she you know, thought they, that they, they were robbers that. trying to come to the door. What was her excuse for that? Yeah, it was something
1: stupid like that. I don't really remember exactly what you said, but it was they, they actually parodied it on, uh, on uh, Ballers. Have you, ever, have you seen that show on HBO? <laughs> no, no, no. It was an NFL guy, but he was basically hiding inside of his house, not taking tests pretty funny but it was for weed in this case
0: yeah this i mean look yeah because you look at serena and uh what's her nuts the that's all blonde chick sharapova she got popped for oh, yeah, for, yeah. for peds she doesn't look like she's on peds serena williams though like i mean jesus man she's bigger than most of the dudes I, I like to me that's a steroid body but uh it, it is what it is um I want to see all of them do it across the board. And let's just see the best sports we could possibly get. And, and yep. may the best scientists win, is what I'd, I'd like to see.
1: Yeah, when I rooted for uh, Ivan Drago and Rocky IV, I got to be honest. <laughs> Like, he was just smarter. <laughs> fucking, look, here's the deal. Let's say it's any other type of competition at all. Any other type of competition. And <laughs> one guy is fucking doing stupid shit out in the fucking woods with sides of beef. And the other guy is fucking working in a. In a... I, I'm a pro-science guy, man. I don't give a fuck about Rocky. He can suck my dick.
0: Yeah can, get, I, can you give me a little Rocky? Can
1: you respond to that hey,
0: in Sylvester Stallone's so voice? Hey everything I did was clean. When I fought Drago, I was clean. He was, he was the one who was taking rods. <laughs> he was juicing. Ugh. No, I when, when I saw <laughs> when I saw that needle go into to Drago during Rocky 4, I was like, "Oh yeah. shit. Even as a kid I knew. I was like, "Oh man, Russia's bad, and now they do steroids. Rocky doesn't need steroids. When I got older, and I went back and watched it, I was like, "Let's face it, Sylvester Stallone has been taking steroids for the better part of fifty-five years at this yeah. point, including looks great by the way. Rocky it looks fantastic. Steroids are great. Uh, HGH is great for you. I don't understand why why it's not over the counter for every for yeah, all like of seriously, us.
1: Seriously, we're we're all looking for like how many anti aging products are there for women's faces on the market right now but you do one that's like that promotes full body health and longevity and everybody freaks the fuck out shut the fuck up
0: it's science bitch i know i know i like even i went into because i was like man maybe i can go in and get some of this shit for uh for Testing, like, low on testosterone, you know, because everybody was like, oh, yeah, in your your 30s, like, you know, you'll be able to get it. uh, No, my test was perfect. My doctor was like, get fucked. And I was like, man, Drago's doing it. Rocky's doing it. It's fucking bullshit. I consider myself... Well, we
1: can probably... We could you know? probably get uh, a letter from Ivan Drago himself. Uh, that would be
0: great. Great. Get a, kind of let's get a letter for Drago. And I want to start juicing too. Let's have some fun <laughs> with it. You know, I want to be the best <laughs> podcast host I can possibly be. And I don't How feel are you like I do can do that
1: without the juice, though. That's exactly it, to, brother. Right?
0: I don't think I can host a sports <laughs> show without the juice, baby. That's showbiz, daddy. Um, <laughs> let's get a little HGH in the big guy here. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, maybe may- maybe there'll be somebody out there at home who's like, man, I know I know a guy. Hey, I know a guy. Maybe Stallone's listening. Yo, yeah. I know a guy. I know a guy. By the way, if you're following Sylvester Stallone on Instagram, it's one of the greatest things ever, and he's got three of the the, the hottest daughters of all time. Um, yeah, for real. Great, great Instagram account. T-
1: two of them are pretty hot, and one of them is... Like gorgeous, like a 15. Oh, out of 10. it's,
0: it's crazy. I think her name's like Sistine or something like that. Um,
1: oh, well that's terrible.
0: I, I, like the chapel, you know? So, yeah. whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a terrible name. Come on, Sly.
0: Let's get to the sponsors, really? shall we? Shall we get to the sponsors? Uh, first <laughs> and foremost, mybookie.com. Uh, D'Anthony and I will only be doing this show. Shit, we don't have very much time left on this. Um, because betting season pretty much only rolls through March madness. And, uh, so we'll, you know, fuck, we, we only got a couple months left to do in this show, but my has been our sponsor on it. You've been betting along with us all year long or against us at Ohio state. If you're looking to squeeze in one last bet against daddy on Ohio state, now's your chance. Um, they're giving up six and a half to Washington in the Rose bowl, but mybookie.com is, uh, doubling your deposits from $100 all the way up to Three thousand dollars, so get in while you can uh, with the promo code Drinkin' bros that 'll that 'll double your deposit anywhere from a hundred to three thousand. This is the funnest time of the year to gamble to me um, and i 'll tell you why i i 'm really good at its uh, NFL playoffs um, I feel uh, I, like I always knock that out of the park i 'm terrible at picking the super Bowl as you 've seen for the last two years. That is oh, one yeah. game that has always mystified me and uh, I've been wrong two years in a row. Um, we'll go over that obviously when we get there because we'll be at the Super Bowl, but uh now's ju- now's the chance to get in. I've I've been great at bowl games and uh, I've I've been I'm really good at NFL playoffs. This is my favorite time to gamble of the year. Go to mybookie.com, double your deposit from 100 to 3000 with the promo code Bros. We crossed uh, 800,000, they said. I think 806 is where people are at for the year. Off Not of bad. That outside chance at a million, depending upon how we do uh, coming up here in uh, in the fucking NFL playoffs. But that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next up, we've got BlackRifleCoffee.com. D'Anthony wants to tell us about it.
1: Yeah, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee company. We've uh, done a lot of stuff. I, I'm sure you've seen it over the last couple of uh, couple of weeks here closing out the season strong uh don't start your year off without joining the coffee club i mean it's just stupid why why have you if you've ever woken up in the morning and walked over to your kitchen and started to make coffee and realize you're out that is the worst goddamn feeling on earth it's it fucking makes you rage i've killed several people just because of that yeah um out of the hundreds so you know, don't let that happen to you. Don't be that guy. Don't be that asshole. More, uh, you know, when your friends and relatives have birthdays, holidays, bull, bull, bullshit. Get them some Black Rifle Coffee Club. You can uh, order subscriptions at 3, 6, and 12-month increments for your friends, or you can get it for yourself and just let it run, man. It's great.
0: Yeah, huge fan of BlackRifleCoffee.com. Obviously, it's the day after Christmas. We We saw everybody posting their Black Rifle gear that they got for the holidays. I'm one oh, yeah. of them. Uh, love, love, love BlackRifleCoffee.com. They got K-Cups. They got bags. And uh, their subscription of the Month Club, man, is a, is a game changer. It shows up at your house every single day, uh, the exact same date of the month that you order it on. You order it on the 17th. You're going to get that bitch on the 17th every month. Big fan of BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Yet another one, man. Uh, there, look, I, I, I told you this, I told you that this was a big ticket item for Christmas. A lot of people bought it. That was yet another product that we saw everybody posting where they're like, dude, got the ghost bed. It was fucking worth it. I mean, I wouldn't lie to you about that. It's too big of a purchase, um, to be like, Hey, go fuck yourself over. Um, no, I take, I take the ghost bed one very seriously because you know, Look, it's it's you know, somewhere between a six to eight hundred dollar purchase, depending upon what type of mattress you get, maybe more. But what the deals you get off at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, you're getting five hundred dollars off a, a bundle package, including their adjustable bases, which are amazing. USB ports, flashlights, all that shit. Three hundred dollars off a mattress and free pillows on the classic beds, all of that shit. Um, but they have a pay as you go program, which is nice. So thirty-six months, no interest down. You're not going to find that anywhere, and they're going to honor all these deals through the new year. So, you know, for the next week or so, if you haven't made the the, the switch to ghost bed, do it. Because, shit, uh, I, I, I can't believe they're going to keep running that much longer uh, for yeah. for three years, no interest. That's nuts.
1: Well, I tell you what, at least one of your children was conceived on a ghost bed. Is that right?
0: Somebody asked me that. So, like, a bunch of people asked me that online, and I answered, and I said, yes, actually, my second child was. So... Look, we've, GhostBed's been a sponsor for two years. Yeah, my, my last child was conceived on a GhostBed, so it's real. You can shoot out a beautiful boy on there, brother. Join the yeah. club. Go to GhostBed.com <laughs> forward slash drinking bros. Get yourself a mattress and some pillows and an adjustable base with no money down. Uh, next up, we got FreakerUSA.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-E-R-U-S-A.com. Come on, everybody bought their socks for the holidays. Uh, The best in the biz, dude. Uh, Best in the biz. So, look, they're the official licensed socks of, of not only the NFL but all the players and every single college team in the nation, all of them. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, you name it, they got them. Um, amazing! They are the only ones that are officially licensed to sell our faces on their products. Um, for all their bottle sleeves, bottle sleeves fit down to uh, bud heavies, all the way up to uh, like a bottle of lead slingers. One size fits all. You can buy Jared's fat face. You can buy uh, Instructor Earl. You can buy Matt Bass bitch. I operate. You can buy a Gene Vandenham one. Um, Drinking Bros podcast. Uh, they, th- so that's a five pack They're giving you a six pack for free The six one is usually like Donald Trump or Willie Nelson Or somebody fucking cool they just throw in the bag. It's actually
1: chi- it's Chili Nelson
0: Chili Nelson, yeah <laughs>
1: which is somehow better than Willie Nelson actually. Oh,
0: it is. It is better. Um, And they're always throwing in free shit in their boxes, man. I'm a big fan of them. You saw them win Shark Tank. Um, just a, a fucking amazing company and amazing quality socks, man. We have a Drinking Bros podcast sock now. I mean, how fucking yeah, crazy. awesome is that? And again, everybody was it's posting really cool. it for like, hey, my wife got me this for Christmas. These are amazing. And I'm like, I know. It's shit not only that if you're looking for a catch rag that's good or let's just say you murdered a family member over the holidays and you're trying to clean up all the blood a bottle sleeve and a, and a pair of socks is going to do it for you they're still doing promo codes till the end of the year so if you didn't get it and you saw it online because everybody was hitting me up of like dude where was this at first of all listen to the sports shows uh and listen to drinking bros all the way through um but second of all, go to freakerusa.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros for twenty percent off, and get it. They're there for to the, through the end of the year. Um hopefully we can extend, extend with them. I don't know if we are. So you got you got about five days left. Buy that shit right now. Um that's that's about that's about it, Anthony, Is that about it? That's about it on my side. Now we can we can get into the business of the business here. Who, We had yep. a fight club game of the week for the ages last week. We did. We did. Um, it was, was uh, uh, it c- man came down to the wire too. <laughs> last second. Game down the last like second. Houston was getting two points at at uh, at Philadelphia. It, our Fight Club game of the week was going to be something else, and you went all in on Big Dick Nick, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, yep. whoa, 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 whoa!" One win, fine. Not two wins. Not against the the eleven and four Texans. Boom, uh, they came through, my man. Uh, they're, they're, I'm sorry, ten and ten and four. Now they're ten and yeah. five. Um, man, that was that, that I, was one of the funnest games to watch of the entire weekend.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a very fun game to watch. Uh, but the funnest part for me is how uh, <laughs> well we tied first. of we all. We tied. It that was, was our
0: that's our first tie of the season. It was a push. But, it was, but, it was yeah, minus two. Yeah. And uh, they the pushed. The best
1: part for the best part for me was snatching victory. Like you, this is uh, <laughs> it's not it's not quite as bad as the Super Bowl a couple years ago. But you know, you thought you were up, gonna win, yeah, and then all yep, of a sudden. Yep. That's everybody who listens to the show knows that that's how I get my fucking jollies is watching people suffer.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and it was me suffering because you and I were texting during the game. I mean, first of all, the Eagles were up handily of the entire game and I was surprised. I yeah. was like, Oh shit. Uh, Eagles were up by two touchdowns. Watson came back and just started lighting people up to Sean Watson. Um, went ahead by one point, And I was like, here we go. Motherfuckers. How much Jesus is inside Big Dick Nick? Apparently, all all of the Jesus is there because he yep. drove them down the field. They kicked a field goal. They won by two points. It was a push. So, like, and a lot of people ask, hey, man, if you push on mybookie.com, what happens? You get your money back, first of all. So, like, we tied. We got our money back on that one. That was, the, in my opinion, the game of the day to watch, blast oh, yeah, to watch. Great. And, uh, look, man. If if Big Dick Nick is somehow able to take the Eagles to the playoffs again, who's betting against them in the playoffs? That's... I know,
1: man. It's funny. Uh, our buddy, friend of the show, uh, Freddie Mitchell yeah uh you can f- you can find him on instagram at f mitchell eighty uh, four fredx. x he posted x. a great fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> he actually so he posted a picture of uh of uh foals with a big ass dong and a censored thing over it. but if you watch this story uh and this is why you should go follow him because it's gone now but he uh put the same picture up and then put mickey avalon's my dick song on the background it's fucking hilarious <laughs>
0: He's got a great Instagram. I love him, man. I yeah, want him back really on funny. the show. He's great. Um, yep. But, yeah, so I, that was the the game of the week, and I was super amped about that. What a blast to watch. Fantasy Football Championships are going on uh, for us and Drinking Bros. We have one more week. Uh, all these ESPN leagues are or uh, uh, two-week uh, finals. Obviously, me and my wife are in all three. You're welcome. Um, Todd Gurley fucked me, man. I I was, look, I drafted the greatest team in the history of fantasy football. Todd Gurley in in ESPN, dude. Adam Schefter comes on at 11 a.m. You know, "Uh, my sources are telling me Todd Gurley is going to play. Great. I popped him in my starting lineup. Problem is, he's not playing until the four o'clock game. All my backup running backs were in the one o'clock game. I started yep. scrambling, trying to drop people. Uh, CJ Anderson had just signed on two days ago. They said he might split time with the rookie. That didn't happen. CJ Anderson ends up blowing up. I end up taking you know one of fucking uh, Barry's Matthew Barry's picks. Uh, Mike Davis could be a sleeper this week. Sleep- yeah, he was asleep this week. Is what the fuck he was. So I started him. I'm only down in one league uh, by eleven points. The others I'm steamrolling in. This could be a very, very merry, merry New Year's for, for Daddy next year after next week's well, games. Well, it looks
1: like uh, Gurley's going to play this it's week. It's a
0: lie. It's a lie. So if you're out there, and this is what I want to talk about. If you're out there and you're, and you're thinking to yourself, I just read Gurley's going to play this week. No, the fuck he's not. The Rams have an easy game this week. Uh, look, they were playing the Arizona team last week. Um, even if, because I was depending upon Gurley just to play for a half. I thought he could have ran through Arizona in a half. And at least put, you know, 15, 20 points on the board for me and I would have been fine. Do not yeah. trust him this week. Do not trust the Rams organization this week. It's bullshit. Uh if if you're him, have him rest, because it look, they're in line for a first round uh buy, which means Gurley will get even more rest. Why not play CJ Anderson and, and get Gurley three weeks rest and then let him come back and destroy fools? Um yeah, I don't I don't well, trust right. that at all. So I I if I were you, start finding a backup now. Um, the other game I want to talk about, uh, besides besides Gurley fucking me over, was the Chiefs. Man, yeah, the they've lost Chiefs, two in a row now. Brother, man, I don't. That's two in a row. I don't know what to think now. Um, because I I still do, and they lost to the Seahawks, who I hate. I've always hated the yep. Seahawks. This is good for me for fantasy because now Pat Mahomes is forced to play next week, and so is everybody. And, and I I drafted him, and he's on all my leagues. But the Chiefs as a whole, I thought were good enough to steamroll the Seahawks. Like, I was off on that bet. And um, Russell Wilson keeps throwing, like, every time he throws the ball up in the air, it's like, it's like 500 in the backyard. 500! Who's gonna catch it? Yeah. And it's, I, I don't believe in Russell Wilson. I don't believe in the Seahawks. They got wiped the week before against the 49ers, the fucking 49ers. And now they yep. come back and beat the Chiefs. What's going on with the Chiefs, in your opinion?
1: Um, I think they're suffering from Kareem Hunt not being there. To be honest, I, th- I think everyone tried to downplay the importance of that, but it's not just his running ability, but his ability to catch passes out in the flat, and that's a huge weapon. Um, and I, I think they're getting exposed right now.
0: Yeah, I look. I thought I think Damian Williams, who stepped in over Spencer Ware, Spencer Ware got hurt. Damian Williams is in there, I, and I've got I've been playing Damian Williams. He's he's looked great. Yeah, he I, does look great. Yeah. I have another theory behind this with the Chiefs, man. Everybody's been kissing their ass all year, and they've been great all year. Uh, and, and again, I said I wouldn't bet against them, and I'm not going to all season, so that still stays uh, even in, in next week's game. Um, I, but something about these Andy Reid teams, man, when they head down the stretch and into the playoffs, they just kind of limp in and they go out early in the first round. I didn't think that that would happen with this team, but it looks like it is, which is sad to me. The Kareem Hunt thing... I, Look, Damian Williams is—he catches passes. He's looked fine. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out because I mean, look—you look at Mahomes' numbers. They still put 31 points on the board at Seattle.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He look. Their defense looked
0: like shit. The Chiefs' defense, yeah, their their secondary
1: is very. Their secondary is not great. Um, And I think with Hunt, it's not just the. uh, It's not just missing him on the field. You know, it's the the bullshit that comes along with it you know just upsetting the rhythm of the team and the locker room and all that bullshit i really i i believe in that stuff i think it has an effect
0: yeah yeah i i am I'm, I'm starting to come around to that because i i still can't believe they're losing i mean look losing to the chargers last minute they've lost some last minute games i'm not counting the chiefs out for sure but um, oh no, man, no I, definitely I would not the, the selfish part of me still wants to see Chiefs saints super bowl yeah Chief Saints, I would, Saints I would love or Chiefs Rams, either one of them i 'm fine with I think I think it'd be a great Super Bowl. Um, we did pretty well last week uh, as far as football goes, and by the way, this is what I want to say to all the listeners because who might not 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 know, bros sports is a page on facebook it's private just join, just sign up and join that way you can get some of the inside info because like this Falcons panthers game I want to talk about. we had picked the Panthers, and I said the you know the the Falcons Panthers. Uh, rivalry in in Charlotte has never been good, but they shut down Cam Newton for the season, um, like things like that. Stay on top of those before you start to bet these games. Like obviously, if Cam Newton's not playing, you're betting against him. Uh, he's their whole entire team. Shit like that. But uh, we had a great week. Uh, pick the Packers. Uh, the the Bills Patriots again never bet on a spread that's double digits that high like that. Yeah, they didn't cover. Uh, Jacksonville Even if it's over the Bills. Yeah, Jacksonville over the Dolphins. Um, you know, fuck. It, it, nobody wanted to bet that game. And their mother, Jaguars won somehow. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck is going on with either of those teams. We told you not to bet that. Uh,
1: the Bears. The Bears are eleven and four.
0: Yeah, Bears eleven you, and four. But you, again, we said not, not to take the don't take that spread that high. Going across country.
1: Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Same
0: thing happened with that. I called Cowboys over Buccaneers, Browns over Bengals. Uh Browns over Bengals ended, ended up being a push, by the way. Um yep. for those at And you home. called
1: the uh you called the Monday night game too that we already talked about Raiders Broncos. I mean correct. Uh I, I don't like you said, you can only control so much of that um from the players' perspective, but I don't understand like I, I understand trying to go all out in front of the home crowd for the last time, but I don't understand um like they would have had a legitimate shot at number one draft mm-hmm. pick. Had they lost these last two games, and yeah. some people might, some people might turn their nose up at that kind of strategy. But fuck you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, uh, what what the fuck is the point? People who do shit out of pride that fucks them up later, you're an asshole for doing that.
0: Yeah, look, like, the NBA's been doing it for years, man.
1: Yeah, to me, it's like not going to the doctor. Like, oh fucking, I'm tough. I'm not going to the doctor. Well, you're the fucking goiter on your neck now. Weighs sixty five pounds, asshole. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Go to the fucking doctor and lose games at the end of the season if the season has become has become meaningless and get your fucking exactly. picks.
0: Exactly. And look, this is the last week of the regular season here. And, and as we make our picks, um, we're going to tell you, you, you know, I, again, same as with all the season because you guys are up a lot of money this year. We want you to continue to win like – we really don't give a shit about the sponsor. Like, we're signing on with them for the year. So, it doesn't, like, we're not beholden to anything with them. So, if there is games we don't like and we tell you why, it is because we are honest with you and want you to win. Like, I, I wouldn't tell you to bet something that I'm going to bet on with, like, I'm not going to bet on with my own money. Like, that's retarded. Um, yep. I'm just not going to do it. So, this week, be really cautious because a bunch of people are going to be sitting out uh, simply for the fact that it's week 17. And if they have nothing to play for, they might, they might not play. So check in, even though we're doing this show you know, that's going to come out tonight. Check in on Saturday. Check in on Sunday morning and, and see who's, who's in and who's out and why. Because that's going to make a, a, a big deal as, as, to, as far as some of these spreads go. Uh, first game of the, of the week is, oof, Dolphins-Bills. This is Miami at the Bills. It's Buffalo, minus three and a half. Who you got? Tickets are eighteen dollars, by the way, on StubHub. Oh man! Yeah. Oh man! Nothing That's like not Buffalo good. in late December in a game where yeah, they're no five shit. and ten.
1: Well, I I, I got to give the nod to Buffalo here because the Same. Dolphins won. They're one and six uh, on the road, and two they're going into Buffalo and fucking the end of December.
0: It's freezing. Yeah, I like this. Uh, Frank like, Gore like is out for the over
1: under. Oh yeah, yeah. And the over under is uh, 38, 38 and, and a half.
0: <laughs> the over under is a, is a JV score. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bills on this one. Josh Allen, man, I, is, is giving it his best. I don't know what's gonna happen with that team because they just need so much. Shady McCoy is done to me. Um, he's what, turning 31 after the season's over. Yep. They need. I, I like Josh Allen. I think he could be fine. He needs receivers. They need running backs. They need everything. Their defense is surprisingly pretty decent. in Buffalo, um, and I think Josh yeah, Allen could be could be could be decent as well. He's he's shown some flashes to me. Uh, but I, I yeah, I, and Buffalo plays for pride. I think they win this game. I think they win this game by a touchdown. I'm, I'm I'm all right with this. I like it. I think Josh Allen goes out a winner in his last game of the year. Um, it's yeah, not a sexy game to watch. Definitely not watching one second of this in real life, but I'll throw a little bit no, of but cash I, on it. I
1: might, yeah, I might, I might throw some cash on this one too, actually, because I think, uh, I, first of all, Frank Gore's out. Bills have top three, pa- believe it or not, they have a top three pass rush in the NFL. So, you know, if you want to get some uh, some easy money, I think this is a good game to bet
0: on. Yeah, yeah. So, I, look, I'm going to throw 50 on it just to do it. Uh, next up, we got Lions at the Packers. Whew. This is uh, Green Bay, minus eight at home. Uh, they're 5-1-1 one, and one at home with the Packers. Yeah. So, uh, yep. look, you, you take away their 10,000 road losses this year, and they, they should have been in the playoffs. We called them as a, as a preseason playoff pick. Uh, fuck, the, the guy that we had from, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Um, MGM Sportsbook. Remember his two yep. picks of the year were Steelers-Packers Super Bowl. Man, was that wrong? I was wrong too. I said Steelers, Falcons. Horrible year for injuries for the Falcons. Um, who was your? Who, you you were you you? Did you say Chiefs, Rams? Was that your your guys? I did, yeah. But I'm. You know, we'll see. We'll see You're how they still go alive the playoffs. in the Yeah, Yeah. you're still, you're still alive in that. Um, when we do these way too early predictions, that's what happens. When we get to the playoffs next week, though, we'll make our real predictions for who we think is going to win the Super Bowl once all the teams are clinched. So, uh, stay tuned for that next week. Um, this Lions Packers game, though, I, I look, I like the, the, the heart that Aaron Rodgers showed. They were getting housed in that Jets game last week. He drove them down the field and willed them to another Aaron Rodgers victory. That's one motherfucker who cares at least. Like he yeah, just cares. He, he doesn't give a
1: fuck what the situation like he could be uh, He shouldn't I, have I played like,
0: that game last week. In my opinion, no, he shouldn't play no. this game this week.
1: No, he shouldn't definitely should not play this game, but he will. There's no like there's no way they can keep him out of the lineup. And to be honest, if they were one or if they were Owen fucking uh, fifteen at this point, he would still play.
0: I think so. Um, eight is a lot of points against the Lions, uh, but the Lions have looked awful, and they keep. I mean, they're down to like that. That Zener guy is now their their fucking running back. I think you're fine and betting this one if you want to. But uh, this is a game where you look at it on paper, and you're like, "What do either of these teams care?" Um, this this a win still won't get the Packers to 500. The Lions, yeah, it helps their draft position. So. Yeah, I'd give the nod to the Packers here. I'm not terribly excited about this game. Um, yeah, and I
1: wouldn't bet it at, at minus eight. I wouldn't just because, you know, if let, let's let say the Packers throw up some early points and then uh, Rodgers takes a hard hit of some sort, they're going to pull them for sure. Yeah, like they're, they're not going to take any chances with any of their good players. So, I yeah, I, I just don't bet this at, at minus eight.
0: Yeah, and the next one. Look, you're you're Jets at Patriots, and it's New England again, minus thirteen and a half, same as last week. Uh, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I, I said last week, man. Do not take spreads this high. Last week was Buffalo at the Patriots. It was thirteen and a half. They didn't. Yep. New England didn't cover. I'm going to say the same thing on this one, man. Uh, you know, take the Jets and the points. Darnold has looked okay. He hung thirty eight on the Packers last week for Christ's sakes. It's not like the Patriots have some superstar defense. So I, yeah. I think you're fine in this, man. And I think Darnold is has looked okay this year. Like He looks like a, a, a decent enough quarterback of the future for the Jets, even though he walks around and probably jacks off and just screams out, Durr! as soon as he comes. Um, I, I think you're fine in taking this one. The, the, the 14, you know, 13 and a half is too many, man. It's I I don't like those big
1: spreads. I really don't. I don't care who the two teams are, unless it's some college fucking D two team. But exactly, um, the Patriots are seven to zero at home, and uh, you know they they're definitely going to want to go undefeated at home this year. And so I like. I don't think there's any question they're going to win the game. Same. Um,
0: I, I I think they this, win by by ten twelve points. Um, but two touchdowns. That's a lot to ask for, man.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's. It's, what what point is there to winning by two touchdowns? Like, uh, if anything, the Patriots is an organization, and obviously, they're fucking sociopath of a coach. He is the most uh, rigid motherfucker of all time. He doesn't, he would, I don't think he has it in him to run the score up unless there's some point to doing that. Right. Yeah. Like he yeah. would rather win win by one and exert the amount of energy it takes to win by one and save energy for the next game than he would run the score up. He's or that kind guy. Or Very... not
0: tip any play calls that type of shit. So exactly, yeah, he's, yeah, he's never been one yeah. to run up the score. Uh, Br- well, hey, to me, Brady man is finally showing his age this year. I'll be really curious to see how they do in the playoffs, but I want to see what spot they end up with. Right now, they're at ten and five. They still have a shot to get yep. uh, to get a buy, but you know they need some other shit to happen. So we'll see.
1: Yep. What do you um, but, think about the? Uh, I, I've, I was listening to the sports show the other day. I think it was one of the Fox ones on 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 Sirius XM. But um, somebody mentioned someone just floated the idea that Brady's kind of rope a doping right now. What do you think about that? You know, because they are diabolical up there in New England
0: they are but that that that's a lot to that's a lot to risk especially when you're not look typically the the patriots are the the one seed right they've got home field yep. throughout all of the playoffs and it doesn't really matter well they're not this year and it, and it comes down right. to this last game they actually have to win to try to get a bye and even then they're not guaranteed that bye um i, I think if the if the chiefs win uh, it's going to be Chiefs and Chargers that get the two first round buys. And then Patriots are playing opening weekend. They're playing, uh, you know, the wild card team. So yep. I, I, to me, that would be a little much to risk home field advantage throughout the playoffs to, to have some grand, you know, scheme like that or some ploy. And Brady today came out and said, Hey, not only do I want to play next year, but I want to play another, you know, four or five years. And it was just like, all right, bro. Because you're not looking that great this year. We'll see how he does in the playoffs. Um, I felt this way at the end of last year as well, and the end of the, the other year. And look, both years they went to the Super Bowl. One of them they won. They beat the Falcons. Yeah. So I, I don't I know we'll for see. three for three quarters against the Falcons, he looked like he was going to retire in about 12 minutes, and then he yeah. came back and pulled off the comeback of of uh, of all time, the best comeback of all time. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this next game coming up here is the Panthers at the Saints. Now the Saints have clinched home field in the yep. NFC. It doesn't matter if they win this game whatsoever. The spread is nine here, and I'm trying to figure out why. Uh, I, yeah, because getting the shut down Newton, for the year. Yeah, and I get that Cam Newton's out. That's fine. Um, but I, if I'm the Saints, I'm sitting all of my starters this game.
1: Yeah. So well, we'll see,
0: right? Is is maybe they won't. Well they have I mean look I-, I don't know what the the point of playing them and risking injury is when you're you're a- the one seed you've already clinched the 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 bye you've already clinched home field all that shit why play this And so I'm try- I-, I was sitting there this morning and I'm looking at the spread of 9 trying to figure out why it's so fucking high I get you have some shit backup for Carolina but you're going to be going against you know I guess Teddy Brid- Bridgewater Uh yeah probably
1: although you know the Panthers' defense has not been great. They suck on the road generally, and now their quarterback's out, so maybe that's what they're thinking, man. Maybe they think Bridgewater and the and the B team is, are going to come in here and still fucking wipe the Panthers out. The Panthers yeah. have to be, like, demolished morale-wise as a team at this point.
0: Yeah, look, thank, thank God McCaffrey's still putting up numbers. I've got him in one of my leagues. And, uh, look, he was right as rain last week, um, still dropping 28 on people. Uh, I, I look at this game, and I and this this to me feels like a preseason game where it's going to be all of the backups. You know, maybe McCaffrey because he's trying to set some records and shit. But uh, I don't know who's starting. I don't know if if Breeze and the boys are going to play. It's only Wednesday. I don't know if Kamara is going to play or fucking Ingram or or Michael Thomas. Like to me, I would put all my my backups in, let them run it. And I guess, yeah, maybe you're counting on Bridgewater for, you know, if he's trying to get a big contract somewhere else um, for the off season, they're going to let him throw deep. I don't know. I don't understand this spread at nine if their starters well, you aren't going to play.
1: The uh, the Packers had the same situation. I think it was 2013. Yeah. Was it 2013? And then uh, what's that dude's name came in and threw for like 450 fucking yards and five Brett touchdowns. Hundley. Brett Hundley, Hundley yeah. was his name, yeah. Um, yeah, and then he he got a deal with the fucking Seahawks that next year, I believe. And then they drafted, or that was twelve, because they drafted Russell Wilson, and he just started going crazy, and the guy didn't yeah, end, end yeah. up playing.
0: Yeah, um, there was there was, but two that quarter. kind of shit
1: happens, is what I'm saying. Bridgewater, uh, he he's he can be electric. He's like a a poor man's uh, uh, Watson. So who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? I, 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 this is a game, though. I mean, look, on, on paper, if the Saints play their starters, yes, they win by nine. You're, you're good to go. Uh, if they don't, though, this is one game, watch right before kickoff and see what they're doing. Because if not, you know, dude, why risk it on this? If this is going to be essentially a preseason game at this point. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I'd touch this, so, so watch it. Uh, next up, we got Cowboys at the Giants. This is a, a very important game. Um, it is. This is the Cowboys can win. The NFC, uh, <laughs> the NFC South. If they win this, uh, yep. I mean, I'm sorry. The NFC Ten East. six. That's
1: not a bad year.
0: NFC East. Yes. Um, yeah. And they could look. They would be a one, They would. They would win their division. And uh, uh, boy, I can't, I can't believe it. Uh, but they are. The spread right now is 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 minus six and a half. Right now. Um, here's the trouble with this one.
1: Wait, it's it, minus six for the Giants. I'm sorry? I'm I'm looking at my bookie right now and it says the Giants are giving up six points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't I can't figure out why. Um that's gotta be a <laughs> the Giants suck, dude. Because and, what the and fuck I'm, is look, going on here? I'm I'm in my I'm on the Vegas spread as well, and uh it, it's all these Vegas spreads are are at minus six. This has got to be a misprint. I think it's probably minus six going the other way.
1: Um, occasionally, it's be, right?
0: All the yeah, all, all the Vegas lines, by the way, are, are run by two people in Vegas, and then it goes out to everybody. Uh, that yeah. it's got to be a misprint. I'm assuming it's it's Cowboys minus six in this one. The danger of this this game is this is this Eli Manning's last game of all time, like ever. I don't know. I think um, it's likely. I, I I do too. But but the NFL is so quarterback dependent, and there's so many shitty quarterbacks in the NFL. Does a does a Denver come in and, and cut Case Keenum and then bring in Eli the same way they brought in Peyton? I don't know. Like, I, yes, he could get picked up by somebody else. Could he go down to Jacksonville and play Eli? Maybe. Um, could he go down to Miami and play a season? Maybe. I don't know. But this is this is definitely his last game as a Giants. And uh, the, you want my honest opinion? I think I think Haskins probably either goes to Jacksonville or the Giants. Um, he's more of a Jacksonville-type quarterback to me, but uh, is yeah, Eli sure. going to try I... to put on a show and go out on top? You know, about, well, who uh, what... the fuck is
1: he going to throw the ball to, though, is the problem. Because... I know you're,
0: you're down to Evan Ingram. Odell Beckham Jr., and I've said this for weeks now, he's not hurt. He's just not playing because he doesn't want to yep. get hurt. Uh, there is nothing wrong with Odell Beckham Jr., uh, and if he's got any bit of respect for what Eli Manning has done for this organization, he should suit up and play. But let's face it, Eldale Beckham Jr. is like a Kanye. He's a weird yeah, he fucking a dude. Fuck. So I he's not going to suit up. And you can forget about him in fantasy football. But th- does that mean Eli goes all out for the home fans and says, hey, man, I've had a great career and this has been a blast. And beating the Cowboys would be a nice send off. Maybe. Uh, on paper, the Cowboys should win this, but I said that two weeks ago against Indianapolis. I've been wrong on yep. this team a lot this year, because uh, I don't believe in them, and I still don't. Um, I, 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 I. Yes, I think the Cowboys are going to win. I'm going to. I'll, I'll take it, but uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me, though, man, if Eli came back and just said, "I'm going. I'm going yard." My last game of the of my life, and and really yeah, going for it here.
1: I probably don't bet this one. Um
0: just for Yeah, that reason, I sit out of this in real me. life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh do you, you think the Cowboys are going to win though, correct?
1: Uh, man, I don't know. I'm I'm with you on that. Uh they are very unpredictable as a team. Weird. It's a they, weird team. They really man. are. Like considering how good their defense is capable of playing, sometimes that team just doesn't show up to play, and we know what it is. It's not the it's not the defense usually. It's uh fucking Dak fuckface who can't yeah, he has no business being an NFL quarterback I, is This is this going to be his last season Probably not because who are the free agent quarterbacks they could sign? They're not gonna have a high enough draft pick to get a legit dude that can come in and make a difference on day one. So you're looking at least another year of this asshole.
0: Yeah. At that's, least That's it- the
1: that's the problem with these guys who have marginal success, is they stick around and they keep you fucked for years. They keep you in the <laughs> yeah, middle of a pile. Yeah. I would rather I would rather get rid of this guy and take a chance on like a Brady. You know, a fourth round fucking draft pick or whatever he was, somebody you think, hey, this guy looks like he could be good for our system. We're going to train him up for a year, let him fail a little bit. Fuck next season. And then we're going to have a good team for the next four or five years after that. Then deal with Dak Prescott day to day. Fuck right. him.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a, a strange team, this Cowboys team. But if they win, uh, they get home fields, you know, for at least the first game in the playoffs. And uh, they need it. They definitely fucking need it, so it's all on the line. And look, let's face it: the Giants don't fucking need it. I mean, it'd be better if they lost; so they could get a higher draft pick. They're five and ten right now, and they're two and five at home. Uh, Cowboys are two and five away. So uh, I don't know. I don't bet this in real life, but I think the Cowboys are going to win. I, I, I think because probably the coach's job is on the line. If uh, if they lose and the Eagles win, would the Eagles win the division? I don't think so. I think that they. I think they lost twice question. to the Cowboys. So yeah, I, the Cowboys have to win this game. Uh, next up, we got the Falcons at the Buccaneers. This is Tampa Bay minus one. Two teams limping into the end of the season. Jameis Winston is playing for. Well, he's playing for his spot on the team this, next year, and as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Who you got, Anthony? Oh God, I
1: fucking hate this. Um no one really
0: has any
1: uh like as a team
0: nothing to gain needed, in this need, game.
1: Yeah. But like you said, Winston's the only person with anything to really gain here. Um but I still don't I don't I don't know, man. Uh the Falcons defense is riddled with injuries, so yep. uh they they could probably he could probably throw up some points against them, but you know, the Bucks defense isn't exactly all that great. I don't know. Uh, the Bucks have been pretty good at home this year, but I think three of those wins were when uh, Fitzy was in. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think the uh, Falcons have a good shot at taking this game, though. I mean, Matt Ryan's having a great fucking season.
0: I do, but here's another thing that concerns me with this game, let alone the Falcons' defense that's been in the hospital all year, is Julio Jones was questionable last week. He's had a fucking monster season. I mean, if you look yep. at his numbers, they're insane. Uh, I wish his touchdowns were a little higher, but God damn it, that guy's the best. He, he was kind of hurt and ended up playing last week. Why play him the last week of the season? Keep an eye on this to see if the if the Falcons don't start sitting people. Tevin Coleman looks like he might be questionable, so that way you know they're down to their third running back in 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 Atlanta. There, like this game is a. Another preseason. That's a bad game to to bet on. I just wouldn't do it if I were you. Uh, If Julio Jones plays, i say the Falcons win. But if not, no. Keep an eye on this towards the end of uh, of the week. But uh, I'd still stay away from this. There's better games to bet in the playoffs than this. Uh, This isn't one of them. Uh, Houston at home against the Jaguars. Line is minus seven. To me, I'm all over this. I'm taking Houston in this one. They need to win. Uh, to, to keep home field. Jaguars have been so hit and miss away. I think they're 5-10 and 10 right now. This will improve their draft choice. Give them a better shot at, at uh, probably getting Haskins. Uh, I'm, I'm going Texans all day long in this. You?
1: Yeah, uh, well, you know, it's funny. This game opened up at 7.5 about, uh, well, yesterday. And since we started the show, because I checked it when we first started the show, it was still at 7.5, and, and now it's down to 7. Yeah. So people are making bets.
0: Um, yeah, I, think I, jump, I think it's because the running on back is out for Houston, Lamar Miller. Um, I, I, probably Alfred Blue might be starting again. And Alfred Blue appeared, because I was watching part of the. I, I watched that entire Texans game. Uh, he appeared like he might have gotten a concussion. So check in on that. Either way, I don't give a fuck who's in the backfield. Uh, I think the Jaguars are throwing in the, in the towel on this one for a draft pick. And uh, this, is a, this is a gut call on this one. I'm saying Texans um, cover this spread.
1: They definitely don't want to go six and ten because then they're going to be like a fifteen plus draft pick. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I probably. I think you're probably right about that one.
0: Yeah, I think they. Uh, they go ahead and toss in the towel on this one. Uh, next up, we got Chargers at the Broncos. Yeah boy, Chargers have to play this, and Chargers have to play this to win. It's minus six and a half for the Chargers. The Broncos looked awful. Um, I think that coach, like I said, close to the top of the show, I think the coach to the Broncos is getting fired after this game anyways. Oh, yeah, uh, he's done. I think the players are done playing for him. I think the Chargers win this by a touchdown and because and, uh, they need the game as well. And they're 6-1 and one away. Um, yeah,
1: that that I was going to bring that up because before the season, you and I both talked about how the Chargers don't technically have any home games because, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think they kind of do now because – LA is you know, they're fair weather fans there when it comes to football. Like Lakers, they'll always root for the Lakers, but when it comes to football, you know, it just depends on how you're doing. Well, the Chargers have been doing well. And I've I've watched some of those games and the the fans are getting pretty rowdy, uh, Adam now, which is they're actually paying attention, which if you, if you've ever been to a Dodgers game, uh what you'll see is a bunch of Hollywood cocksuckers walking up and down the aisles on their phones the whole fucking game. <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. It's it totally drives true. me crazy. I fucking hate going to uh, Dodger Stadium is such a cool place, Dodger Dogs, and you know you're always going to run into celebrities there. It's kind of, it's an experience, but shut the fuck up and watch the goddamn game. Anyways, <laughs> the Chargers have been doing really well this year and uh, you know, I think their home games actually matter now, but but it's cool to see them do so well on the road. I love when teams do well on the road because to me that means uh, and you can look this up. There's actually some statistical relevance between t- teams that do well on the road and teams that perform well in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm I'm going to say the Chargers in this one. I'm going to say the Chargers. You know, cover this easily. I think the Broncos team is going to quit on this coach altogether this week and yep. uh, say fuck off. Especially after last week, and they're they're done. They're done with the season. They're done with that coach. Chargers uh, Chargers are going to win it because they need it. Uh, they they need to get that uh i if they win they they clinch uh not only the the first round bye but home field all throughout the playoffs which it's not really home field but you know something. Like yeah well right. it's
1: 12 and 4 you win home field through their playoffs that's pretty wild well i isn't? mean
0: home field is in is in like let's they're playing in what carson city california uh, Yeah. Phew, good luck it's still a still a 2 hour drive for philip rivers up there and most of those players so you're kind of playing near home-ish. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders at the chiefs. This is another big boy spread of 13 and a half. I, I, I actually think the chiefs will probably cover this one. Raiders are, that's it. That that was their last game of the year to them. They, I, I can promise you Gruden and those guys are telling them to throw this fucking game. Hey guys, we are done. We, we want the first round pick, you know, yeah, for or, or sure. For they're sure. They're either going to be first or second. Cardinals will probably lose. And, uh, that game's going to fuck them, so yeah, uh, yeah yes, I think Kansas City covers this. I know I've said never to bet on 13 and a half. Um, I, I, I I'm actually going to throw a little bit on this because I, I just I think the Raiders are they're th- calling it, and the chiefs need this game badly. um Um, badly to keep that uh that first round by and home field at least till the nfc or the afc championship so the chiefs really need this fucking game they're gonna come out firing um they
1: definitely do and you can see that they're uh what six and one are at home so that's where they like to play arrowhead is loud as fuck too um Here's the difference with the high spread. So this this spread is 13.5, like you said, um, but the over-under is 53.5, right? So they're like when you see a, a big-ass spread like the Jets-Patriots, it's 13.5 as well, but it's only 45 over-under. Uh, I don't trust those, man. I just don't because you just don't know what's going to happen. Like people get injured or whatever the fuck happens, they're expecting uh, low-scoring games but a big differential in points. Don't ever trust that. I never, yeah. ever trust that. But this one I'm pretty good with. I think I would bet – uh my own real American dollars on this game that the Chiefs cover the spread.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Wait, who we got here? Panthers right guard. This is breaking news right here. Panthers right guard Trey Turner and defensive Kyle Allen. Warming up for oh my God. Uh there's your answer right there. The 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 Kyle Allen is warming up for his first start for the Panthers with Taylor that that Taylor Heineke guy who played last week who looked all right um serviceable he's out Carolina's down to their third string quarterback oh boy Uh, that's just I I don't even know who Kyle Allen is and he's he's playing the 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 Saints that's what that's why that spreads minus nine they're they're expecting a preseason game up there in, in New Orleans
1: yeah, there's some other breaking shit coming out now too. Uh one of the ESPN staff writer for Green Bay is saying that there's a possibility Aaron Rodgers won't play if uh Bakhtiari doesn't their uh, left guard doesn't play. He's got a pulled muscle right now and he hasn't been practicing this week, didn't practice a day either. Yeah. So there's a possibility that uh, you know, he's not gonna if if his that's that's his guy, right, his left guard. So there's a possibility that Aaron Rodgers doesn't play the game. Keep an eye on that through the week before you make this bet, is what I'm saying
0: yeah I, a lot of these games, man because this all of these are breaking stories and it's just it's tough you you've I would say make your bets this week based on teams that actually have something to play for a playoff yep. spot to play for um like or at least next-
1: a, one of the one of the players in the game who has something to play for as well something like that but don't just like, hey, I think this team will beat this team and then bet that don't do that this week.
0: Yeah, like this next game is 49ers at the Rams. It's Rams minus 10, which is a big boy spread. But the Rams need to win this game uh, to keep that second seed in the NFC and get the first round by. They've got to win this game or else uh, they're going to lose it. Let's say if they lose and the Bears win, the Bears have that tiebreaker because the Bears beat the Rams. So the the Rams need this game. The 49ers don't. They're 4-11. They're 0-7 uh, away. They're, they're going to be Oof. 0-8 after this game. Tens um, a big boy spread. Uh, I, I, I think it happens, though, and I, I think we're all done with the 49ers this year. You? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, the only thing that uh, gives me pause is Gurley, whether or not he's going to play. I wouldn't bet this game until I see that Gur- Gurley's going to play. Um, but if he is, yeah, this is definitely uh, a safe bet because they really got to win this game. I mean, obviously, like you said.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the next step, this this is a surprising spread. Bears at the Vikings. Um, this is actually Minnesota minus five in this one.
1: Yeah, this is stupid to me. I, I think the bears win this
0: game. Uh, the, look, the, the Vikings need this game. They need this game to make the playoffs. So they're, they're going to be all in on this. I'm surprised they have this spread like this, especially cause the bears, you know, at 11 and four, if the Rams were to lose, uh, you know, and I guess they're saying the Rams aren't going to lose, which I don't think they are either. Uh, but but look, there is a, an outside possibility. There's still a possibility. That's why we play the games every Sunday, that the Bears could win and the Rams could lose and they could get that that second seed and, and be at home. Um, yeah, and man. the Bears
1: have to play as if, right? Because these are both 325 or uh, 4, 425 games. 425 so they games, can't, yeah. Yeah, they, they can't, uh, you know, they won't know by then. So they got to play this game like the fucking, like the house is on fire just in case.
0: Absolutely. So... Um, I Look, I understand that the Vikings need this to, to make the playoffs and they're going all in. Five points is a little too high for me. I got the Bears in this one. The surprise of the year continues um, for me. Bengals at Steelers. Wow. Minus 14 and a half for the Steelers. Woo-hoo-hoo. That is high. The Bengals have a six and nine record. Yeah. Which isn't. Terrible. At fourteen and a half is the highest spread of the week. Man, man alive! That is that is the Bengals have lost six
1: of their last seven games, and the one game they did win was against the fucking Raiders.
0: Yeah.
1: And they lost to the Browns twice and the fucking Broncos once out of those games. Even
0: that. Even the next game, the Seattle Arizona spread isn't isn't fourteen and a half. It's thirteen and a half, but not fourteen and a half yeah that is that is a lot of points uh Pittsburgh has to win they're in a must win situation uh not only do they have to win but two other teams have to lose for them to get in um so i i, I stay away from fourteen and a half always that's just that's yep. that's too much um that's that, more that's than two touchdowns per- at least with yeah. the the Chiefs, it's fucking 13 and a half. It's exact, like, uh, eh, I can get behind that at home. I can't get behind this no matter what. I, I think Pittsburgh rolls them, and you're fine. But I think the Steelers win handily. Um, I think they actually need a tie, too, out of... Uh, they need a tie out of the Tennessee Colts game at night to actually make the playoffs. So I don't know what they really, really have to play for in this because that's not going to happen. Uh, Steelers win, but I, I don't know. I, I don't bet this to 14 and a half nope fuck that uh, next game Cardinals thirteen and a half Mine, uh, they're, they're getting thirteen and a half at Seattle look Seattle's 9 and 6 I, I'll never believe in Russell Wilson I don't care how many people send me messages of go Hawks and this is our year a lot of people on Drinking Bro Sports and on Facebook are saying that what fucking planet do you live on bro I get you beat the Chiefs at home congratulations uh, there's no way this is a Super Bowl team to me uh, yes, they're going to steamroll the Cardinals, and that's fine. And I think the Cardinals actually give up the game. I don't even know if they, they take the field. Because um, they want that first. <laughs> yeah. th- Look, yeah, if, they, the, if they lose, they get the first pick in the draft. And it's that there's, simple. There's absolutely no
1: fucking reason for them to take this game seriously.
0: None um and uh they're looking at uh they're looking at Nick Bosa with this pick they lose this game they lose it handily um I, I look just because I hate the Seahawks i, I can 't bet this in real life because at 13 and a half it's still high uh yep. but the Seahawks win and, and they win handily but yeah yes they w- they will probably cover uh next up we got the Eagles at the Redskins. this one is super fascinating big Dick Nick can he lead them to the playoffs again? <laughs> Can he do it? It's Philadelphia minus seven. Who you got?
1: You know what I think? And we talked about this before, the locker room stuff. Um, I don't know what the deal with – I mean, Carson Wentz just can't stay healthy. You can't – stress fractures in your back. What the fuck can you do about that? You know, Right. Uh, and when he, when he is on the field, he plays well. But there's something about fucking Nick Foles, dude. I don't know what – it's like uh, Craig Council. Remember that asshole? Yeah. He was on like – like four straight World Series teams uh, on three different teams one yeah. one stretch from like two thousand one to two thousand four or something like that. Some of those guys are just the guy who shows up and fucking shit goes well during this time of year. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Not that he's a bad he's not a bad quarterback. He, he but threw he's for not,
0: almost five hundred yards last week. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. I
1: I think uh, I, I'm with the Eagles on this one. I I, I am
0: shooter. too. I look. I believe it, man. I. I'm after last week. I'm all in on Big Dick Nick, and you know who's their quarterback? Josh Johnson now. Yeah, and what do the Redskins have to play for at this point? Like f- they're done. I, yeah, Eagles. Eagles need to win. This is a must win. I'm all in on Big Dick Nick on this one. I, I think you know the what's Eagles really. Win.
1: What's really interesting about this is Adrian Peterson at age uh, 33 is going to end up with about 1,100 yards this year. I mean that that's. Is-
0: Fucking insane. Super,
1: super impressive, dude. Yeah. I mean, really.
0: Yeah, that guy is a is a physical specimen, man. Him and TO. Um, Jesus Christ. I I just see that, that picture of T O with his shirt off on Christmas. Yeah, he's God like how long it, has he
1: been man. out of the fucking
0: league? I don't know. He's, he's shredded. He's fucking shredded, dude. It's crazy. Um, I don't know why he's po- posting pictures of himself next to his own tree shirtless in a santa hat but he is um shredded him and adrian peterson
1: man you got to do it for the Graham, right
0: yeah best best fitness game in the biz Uh, um going all eagles next up we got browns at the ravens fuck me fuck me in this man i i have not been right on on the ravens i do not believe in lamar jackson this however is going to be a fun game to watch Baker Mayfield is going to have a little bit of I'm better than you are uh, against Lamar Jackson, and uh, it's Baltimore minus 6-6 six, six in this.
1: Yeah, and there's no way the Browns can get in win or lose, right? They don't have any kind of anything. They're one of those teams, though, that even though they don't have anything tangible to play for, um... Mayfield's got such a chip on his shoulder all the time, and that I like the guy because of that to be honest. I'm still not sold on him as an n f l quarterback once next year when they have tape on him that'll be the test his sophomore season but um you know fuck man he he's in he's a very he has a very interesting personality
0: yeah in and yeah. ga-
1: in games like this where he would be able to spoil somebody else's good time. I feel like he might have a little bit of the Danthony syndrome as I call it where even more than winning, he likes fucking up other people's wins. Uh, yeah. But I don't, think, I don't think they can beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to come out and win this game.
0: Ah, it would be something for the Browns to finish over five hundred for once this year. Um, it would. But I don't think it's going to be this year. Sorry, Browns no. fans. You can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens' uh, defense has looked great. <laughs> um I, I, and I and I think the Ravens win this game. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson, but I don't believe in the Browns finally getting above five hundred yeah. for for a season. Get fucked, Browns fans.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? We've been wrong on the Browns so many times this year. Well, I have, anyway. I've I've been um, all right
0: on the Browns actually. And, yeah, and you look, have. That, so that we'll was see one what of our that was one of our biggest picks of the the early part of this season was uh, over under wins was uh, it was four four and a half for the Browns, and I said that was that was my pick of the year that they were easily going to do that, and they did. But I don't, I can't see them finishing over 500. Imagine if they did. Imagine how much hope that would give to Browns fans. Could you imagine that? Oh boy, the Browns fans would be talking so much shit leading into next year. I I can't envision that happening in this world whatsoever. I think the Browns lose in classic Browns fashion and stay under 500.
1: You're actually rooting against the Browns because you don't want to hear from their fucking bitch ass fans yep. all offseason. That's what you're saying.
0: Yep, because I, 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 I don't. They're already posting things of next year's our year. We're ready for this 2019. It's like nope. I want I want them to go out on a loss, stay under 500, and that way when everybody talks shit all off season long I can go, eh, when's the last time you guys were above 500? When's the last time you just oh, I- finished above <laughs> 500?
1: I want you to imagine this scenario for me just for a moment. Imagine that the Browns win this game, and then they go out, and a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, they sign Le'Veon Bell to a three-year deal. Ooh. How much? How much shit talking is going to happen for the rest of the off season? Can you? It's going to be insufferable.
0: Oh, it, it would be to a level of of uh, Georgia fans. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Notre Dame. We may fans. have to
1: start. We may have to start banning uh, Browns fans from the group altogether.
0: God, it would be, it would be at an all time peak of, uh, of just Brown's hope. Like their hope yeah. would be at an all time high. Um, I, I can't, I look, I just don't want it to happen. I still want to hold that over them and, uh, and make them think that they just can't do it again for another year. And again, Brown's fans, cause y- you've been crushing me all year like, we're the best, be wrong on Baker Mayfield. Let's not forget what we said. We still need a full year of game tape on Baker Mayfield. That's what NFL teams are going to be going off of next year. If he has a great season next year, yes, there is hope for Baker Mayfield. But one season isn't going to do it. Same with Lamar Jackson in this game. Once they look at that game tape, good luck next year, Lamar Jackson. You're already throwing, what, 6 of 19 every game? It's going to get even worse for him next year. So, uh Get fucked, but uh yeah, it's all the Browns fans. Let's let's wait. Let's wait a minute, shall we? And, and see how I this will say
1: this about Mayfield out. though. Uh his rating is ninety five. That's pretty good for a rookie. Again, we don't have tape on him yet, but his completion percentage is sixty five percent. That's uh, you know, that's pretty fucking good to be it's
0: not honest. Bad. And to me for the Cleveland Browns, like I don't know if you go out and get Le'Veon Bell. Nick Chubb has looked outstanding. I mean just outstanding. One of the most exciting rookie running backs of the year, man. Watching yeah, him sure. play has been fantastic. I've got him in fantasy. Stash him on my bench early. Uh he's looked great. Dude, both of them, even Sony Michel up in New England. Both of those backs yeah. out of Georgia have looked fantastic this year. I don't I don't spend the money on Le'Veon Brown anymore if I'm the, if I'm the Browns. Uh no, you're probably
1: to- better off picking up a big uh offensive tackle in the draft and then, you know, maybe getting a uh- uh, a wide receiver over the middle that can complement Jarvis Landry's deep game.
0: Yeah, because I mean, look, Jarvis Landry is fantastic. The, the problem with him is he's drawn double coverages all year. You need another receiver in there. It should have been Josh Gordon, um, who what failed yet another drug test this week and is probably banished from the NFL for life. Um, yep. Let's face it, that guy should just Todd Moran. I think that's his.
1: Just, <laughs> I think that's his done fourth life, but yeah, it's his fourth, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I think he's done forever, but uh, yeah, I, I would throw the money behind that rather than uh, Le'Veon Bell. If I am the Browns now, Le'Veon Bell makes sense to me for the Jets, um, but not the Browns. I believe in Nick Chubb. Um, I look, I, I I think the Browns have a lot of talent there. I just I am not sure about Baker Mayfield once uh, once opposing defensive coordinators get that game tape from next year. Yeah, we'll, so see, we'll see. The good
1: thing is, you know, three or four games in the next season, we'll know if he's going to be a legit NFL quarterback or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, last game of the night. And this is the big one. This is the big one because, uh, win and you're in. Uh, I like that NBC has been doing this the last few years of cherry picking the best game and putting it on Sunday night, especially when it gets, it gets down to the last few weeks of the season. You are allowed to do this. They've moved this to the night game. This is the Colts at the Titans. It is Indianapolis minus three. This is a, this is a tough game to call, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Um, Marcus Mariota seems to get hurt and and sit out of every other game. I don't know what that fucking dude's deal is. I don't think it yeah. matters. I don't think it matters in this. I think he'll play because he usually shows up to play when he, when he has to. But then again, fuck, he had to a couple weeks ago and he didn't. So I don't know. What I do know is this. Henry, Derek fucking Henry, has looked like a man on a goddamn mission. Give the ball to that guy 50 fucking times and then see what happens. Yeah, he's I, killing it. Jesus Christ, he's he's knocking people over. This is at at Tennessee. Nashville fans are great. They'll go ballistic that night. Um I'm I'm gonna take the Titans in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I you know, I wanna say just because of his big game experience that luck could probably pull something out, but uh, you know, other than T. Y. Hilton, he doesn't really have uh, other offensive. I'm not a big believer in Mac as a as a running back. He he's so inconsistent. Like he'll pop off a 140 yard game every now and again, but usually he's between like 40 and 80 yards in a game. And uh, you know when Derrick Henry is marching down the field like, as he does and catching passes in the, in the flat, I do just don't I don't know. I think the Titans are going to win this game. They're six and one at home this year so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they've been good in a win in your sitch like this. I typically go with the home teams. Just because the crowd is fired up. And uh, yep. look, you know, you're going to the playoffs. That, that's it. There is no hoping, you know, 90 other teams lose or somebody ties or what, like, like the Steelers are going through uh, this weekend. So I'm going Titans in this one and, uh, and taking the points. But I think it's a close game. I think the spread is, is right where it should be. It's a close game, but I'm going to say the Titans actually win this by a, by a field goal or a touchdown. And I think Henry has uh, 28 plus carries in this game. Derrick Henry. So if you're in week 17 and you're, you're thinking about putting him in your lineup, feel free, man, because uh, they're going to be handing the ball off to him a lot. At least they should be. Uh, yeah, for sure. D'Anthony. This was a, this was a fun one. Uh, I, I want to go back, circle back to, to one thing you said about LA fans. There was a big trade this week with uh, Yasiel Puig and Matt yeah. Kemp. Um, yeah, as soon you, as I saw that, that 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 blockbuster trade go down, I posted in Drinking Bros Sports and I said, "If the Dodgers are trading away all their best players, it can only mean one thing: that they're going all in on Bryce Harper." I stand behind that, and um, I think I think uh, Bryce Harper will be playing in Los Angeles next year.
1: I think that's a really good uh, chance. Uh, clearly, there's no question that they're going to go after him. Whether or not he signs is another deal, but he's you know from Las Vegas. I think L.A. is closer to home than anywhere else he's going to get. Um,
0: and, it, look, that, he's a pretty little motherfucker, let's face it. You put him on billboards, all that other shit, he's going to have a lot of advertising opportunities in Los Angeles. I, I think that I think it makes sense uh, for him to go there. The Dodgers want a superstar uh, to build around. They really didn't have – like, Clayton Kershaw was kind of the face of their franchise, but when it's not yeah. an everyday guy who's playing – You know, with a superstar like Bryce Harper, look, that's going to be the face of your franchise for the next 10 years. They've already got LeBron playing for the Lakers. It just makes too much sense to me. Uh, I I think he's going there, and and I think Machado's going to go to the Yankees.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, but I frankly i think it's a mistake for the dodgers i mean it'll it'll make them a lot of money over the next 10 years and it's definitely going to make harper a lot of money but i think they're going to end up overpaying for him quite a bit i did too um i did too. his 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 wins above replacement are are you know not in my opinion comparable to some of the other top talent out there right now machado included um and uh he's not a great defensive player you know so you lose some stuff there i don't know man uh He's been hitting, like, 250, 260 the last couple of years. He walks a lot, scores a lot of runs. So, you know, who gives a fuck about batting average, really, uh, with advanced metrics yeah, these and he, days, he,
0: he jacks out enough home runs. Um, I, I just, look, the Dodgers have a lot of money to spend. And uh, yeah. who, who else is left out there for them to get? That's a sexy splash for the summer. Because now, look, you traded half your team. You traded your best players. Yep. The, the fan base is going to want somebody fucking awesome. If you come in with Bryce Harper, all right, cool, congratulations. And look, he plays right field. He's taking over for Puig. So uh, it, it makes too much sense all the way around. I, I'm saying Bryce Harper to, to uh, L.A., Machado to the Yankees, and um, and that's it. Uh, you know, I'd like to see Chipper Jones suit up for the Braves again this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, he might do it. We'll see.
0: That, that's that's just, you know, not out of uh, of selfishness, but it's also out of all the Hooters waitresses in America making money. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's a big fan, so as uh, as we all are. Um, and I hope you're a big fan of this show. Bet with us on mybookie.com. First deposits from 100 all the way to 3000 are doubled with the promo code Drinking Bros. But on a a decent little stretch here uh, This year So bet with us, join us And follow us on Facebook uh, Drinking Bros Sports For Danthony, Danthony I am Ross Patterson Good night everyone